I was doing some research this morning. This one really baffled me when I first read about Did you know it's only 20, uh, 2014 in Ethiopia? Really? That's not weird. Year Why is 20, that? Uh, they have their own calendar in Ethiopia with 13 months, each of which has, exact, uh, has exactly 30 days apart from the last month, which they call Panguim, which has either five or six days, depending hmm. on, on if it's a leap year. In Ethiopia, they only celebrate the uh, turn of the, they only celebrate the turn of the millennium on the eleventh of September two thousand and seven. Their new year starts on eleventh of September by by our Gregorian calendars. Anyway, uh, apparently this dates back to about fifteen hundred years ago, when the rest of the Christian world decided to change. Uh, the new year to circulate around Christ's birth, but the Ethiopian Orthodox Church uh, didn't do this, and uh, it's remained this way to this day. So they they uh, have their own strange colour. It's kind of got out of sync from the rest of the one. Do you know what's so weird, Fang? Every year they do this. There's always this debate about daylight savings time. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, whether it should go forward or go back. And then there's somebody on the other day and this says, oh, you know, we should have set our... It was something to do with the cost of living crisis. <laughs> and somebody what? came up and this is, you say this is where it gets really odd. I, I kind of... Well, do you ever hear things and you're like, what, what, what? Yeah. What? And they were talking about, well, why don't we set UK time to Central European time because it'll like help the cost of living crisis because you won't have to put your lights on as much and I it's one of these ones where you're like I but but no yeah uh-huh. not really because you the overhead you're still going to go out of yes, if you know uh-huh. what I mean like, yeah a lot of a lot of the arguments are for um, protecting light at the end of the day mm. rather than the start of the day and I just think we should be encouraging people to get up early and get on with life. Because the people yeah. that get up early are the go-getters. So they should be the ones that are rewarded with the, the nice, light, early mornings. So, Do you know yeah. what's a very interesting thing? It's funny to say about go-getters. I remember reading this article about entrepreneurs. You know, Elon Musk and all these sort of hunters. <laughs> yeah. And they also have this thing of getting up at really, really early times of the day, like, you know, like five o'clock. Yes. And there's there's whole, like, skill. you know these guys, and they're like, sort out your life. One of the kind of, these things is, go up really early. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's supposed to, like, it's that sort of go-getting thing. Five o'clock's quite late for me. As I yeah. <laughs> Quite often to get up, like, half four and stuff. Um, what was going on? The, the thing about Central European time and everything like that is, you ever hear about Spain? They're on Central European time. That was brought in by like the fascists, yeah, and because they want to be more aligned with like Germany yeah, and yeah. everything like that. But actually, they should be on our timeline because they're really far west. Yeah, uh-huh. so I think I think in the morning it's it's dark a lot earlier in Spain. I remember hearing a thing in the World Service about that, and it got linked into this whole big debate about you know the legacy of Franco, right? Uh-huh. And it became yeah. like a highly politicized thing that. People on the left were like, oh, we need to be modern and go to British time. And then the old kind of Franco people were yeah. like, oh, no, D- despite the fact it's kind of messing everything up. Yeah. Just a <laughs> sheer bloody mindedness. Yeah. So, oh, no, we can't, you know, we can't, can't, can't change, change it. it, you know. Mm. I guess the good thing about having 30 days to each month is you don't have to remember how many days are in each month. Mm. I still get that wrong. I still, I think April has tw- 31, does it? I still, no, I April's know. all the days of 31. Hang on. Um, 30 days, half November, 
April, June, and September. Right, okay. I can't know. 30 April, days. Yeah, April's 30, and then 30, May's going to be 31. I have to look at a calendar to see f- it. 30 days half September, April, June, and November. All the rest of 31, except for February alone. Something, <laughs> something, something. Yeah. Oh, it has 28 days clear and 29 in each leap year. I always think the, the longer ones, the 31 day months, I can't drag them on a bit. You kind of want it to be over, don't you? Is this, this, is, a, this is a 30 day month, isn't it? Because it's like May day next Sunday. Is it? Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. So have you heard about this new craze of edibles? No. Edibles. Well, this seems to be the new way that people take cannabis. Uh, I suppose it's not new. People have been baking cannabis brownies for years, haven't they? You remember all that whole bacon? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, former world heavyweight uh, champion Mike Tyson has gotten in on the act and formed a new company, which he's calling Tyson 2.0. It was in the news there um, this week for punching some guy on a flight. Sounds like a nice guy. Uh, he's hitting the idea of making a gummy sweet. Right. A gummy sweet. That's one of those real American things like Oreos. Only, uh, he'd probably call it a gummy candy. Candy. It's candy. Uh, but it's laced with cannabis and it's right. shaped like a human ear. Right. So this is a, a reference to the time in 1997 that he bit Evander Holyfield's ear during a championship fight. But unfortunately for Mike, the plan has hit a snag. As the state of Colorado, where he was hoping to sell the dopey snack, uh, state law prohibits the sell the selling of any edible that's shaped like humans, animals, fruit, or any other images that could be attractive to children. A gummy sweet by its very nature, is attractive to children. There's so, so many things absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong with that. I don't know. But on the third, uh, Tyson plans to modify the design of his uh, snack into the letter T. Um, and there's some new new theories about what the Loch Ness Monster was. Do you want to hear it? Oh, go on, yeah. This is an ecology professor from the University of Derby called Michael Sweet. He reached, recently took to Twitter in an attempt to debunk the long-pondered mystery. Debunk. Just what is the Loch Ness Monster? Well, Sweet believes it could be a whale penis. A what? Sweet said that the many sightings of strange sinister tentacles on alien-esque appendages emerging from the sea and lakes were nothing more disturbing than whale penises. He said that in many cases, it's, uh, it was just whale dicks. But hang on, that makes no sense. Why would a whale be in a lake somewhere? Yeah. Randomly? Yeah. How well, did it get there? That's true, yeah. Do you mean, he's not, he's not that sharp, like, is he? But I've always thought maybe there's some sort of hidden tunnel. Oh, I suppose there could be, yeah. The professor, uh, the prof statement cast doubt on recent theories that the creature was really just a giant eel. Hmm. And uh, this is a weird and rather disturbing one to, to end on. A Frenchman has become pregnant with flies after dozens oh, of larvae no, no, hatched no, in his eye. No, no, that's so wrong. That's so wrong. He was gardening near a, a field that had horses and sheep in it, and he went to hospital after complaining about an ongoing itch. Doctors were baffled to discover that more than a dozen translucent larvae in the whites of his eyes and also in the in his cornea. They're called butt flies. They grow inside animals' flesh, usually sheep. 
Medics used forceps to remove each fly one oh. by one. And luckily he made a full recovery. This is this is eyesight okay. Yes, he made a full recovery. Yeah. <laughs> that's just unreal. I just it's so many aspects that are just horrifying. The thing is you think, oh well that, that's kinda of like would happen in a tropical country, but France, not France, that far. I know, it could happen here, maybe. You get a bot fly. So watch out for them all bot flies. Bot fly just oh, it's just it's so wrong, you know. Pregnant. They are. <sighs> <laughs> he was basically like a big walking wound for these ratchet creatures. Uh, okay, we're going to take a break for a few weeks. Um, we've got stuff to do and different appearances and things, but we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back before the summer recess. Summer recess. So we'll be back with more podcasts then. Uh, have fun until then, folks. Goodbye. Bye.